Welcome to the Captivating Leadership Podcast with Rebecca Livesey, where we explore the rise of feminine energy in life, leadership and business. This podcast is for you if you are a leader in business and corporate and you're struggling to find meaning in what you do and how you engage your team. So join us as we talk all things leadership, strategy and culture and how we value both the feminine and the masculine in men, women and society at large to make a difference in our workplaces. In today's episode, I'm delighted to welcome Morgan Spencer from Martini Mondays. Morgan is a PR expert and publicist and specializes in strategic PR. In this podcast, we talk about relationships and the role that they play in business and particularly in PR and the importance of how we communicate our message as leaders. Morgan also shares her insights around leadership in terms of how she leads her team and her clients, the importance of a strong message and what leadership looks like in corporate PR and why she runs her business very differently. So please join us in welcoming Morgan. Welcome, Morgan. Thank you for coming on the Captivating Leadership Podcast. It's wonderful to have you here. Thanks, Beck. It's awesome to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, so you're so welcome. So um, you've had an interesting career because you have been in the corporate world previously in corporate PR, and you now uh, run your own business, Martini Mondays, doing PR for small businesses. And I just wondered, do you want to talk us through that journey? And also, you and I talk a lot about masculine and feminine energy. So how that played out in your change from corporate to small business? Yeah, sure. So um, do you come from a corporate background, both in corporate comms, publicity and marketing, so all intertwined together. And there was a lot of masculine energy going on, as we've discussed previously, and it was very much focused on results and KPIs, um, both in-house for uh, the client or the brand or agency for numerous clients. And basically, the only interaction that we had with clients was in meetings, which was either weekly or monthly or via Skype or phone. And we really didn't get to really get to know the clients and find their authentic story in that pace. We're very much focused on the top level results for the for the client, which obviously is very important. But mm. I wanted to go a bit deeper than that. I wanted to have that time to spend with clients and talk to them about what it is that their business meant to them, their purpose, and just really getting to know them on a deeper level. And I guess that's where Martini Mondays came from. So that name sort of stemmed from I wanted to work with people that I would have a martini with. And it seems a bit crazy to call a business that focuses on marketing Martini Mondays, but I love that it sort of stands out and people sort of wonder what it is. They ask the question, and I just think having – Morgan Spencer PR is a bit boring <laughs> so, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> so there was this real focus from you about how to build relationships and how to have a deep and meaningful relationship with your client and take it away from a purely, almost like a purely transactional nature. Would that be fair? So like relationships are really key for you? Yeah, absolutely. Like for me, relationships come first in, in how I operate and run my business, but also how I do the work for my clients. Like relationships always is like, the most important thing um and I think as you know as well like I know that you value relationships so highly as well and I think that's um one of the great things that I love about working with you too so Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and it's quite interesting because I don't think any corporate organization would say that they didn't want relationships with their clients but I think sometimes that their priorities sort of shift and they don't always realize what they then compromise on would that be fair so this pure focus on results and outcomes yes we do need some of that in business but if it's the if it's at the you know at the detriment of everything else it's not a great result 
Exactly. And I would never really be in a position where if I felt that I just needed to jump on the call with a client or we wanted to take a client out for coffee because I really just wanted to connect and have this conversation about a particular strategy or campaign, that was sort of never allowed because that would have been either outside of the client hours or we had to bill for that time and everything was sort of so time-focused and so results-focused. And to me, that's not what I'm about and I don't think um, business should operate that way as well. And I think just going, going that extra mile for the client but really doing what you need to do as well, mm-hmm. not so much focused on the dollar value and the result KPI factor. Yeah, I'll tell you what, the billable hours factor, that's a whole other podcast because there are so many um, service-related businesses that I know that are so stuck by this billable hours concept. And it means that, as you say, every like 15 minutes has to be billed out to a client and therefore you're wasting, in inverted commas, you're wasting time if you're not doing outcome-focused work, which is a shame because relationship building should be the outcome-focused work. Oh, absolutely. I remember in my most recent job, I worked in a corporate agency, and I would dread the, I would dread Fridays because every Friday afternoon we'd have to do our timesheet <laughs> for the week. And it was, oh, I'd have to sort of think back, and I was like, this doesn't seem right. Like 10 minutes here, 15 minutes here that you're sort of billing the client for, and I don't operate my business that way, so my prices don't reflect 15-minute intervals Mm. or gaps um i don't really feel comfortable with a structure like that because i think it's not relevant when you're doing the work and providing value and you are still outcome focused but you're outcome focused in a completely different way that is sort of foreign to most organizations like they're looking at the top value and their top results that they're getting the money dollar yeah um they're not going to think like that so i think it's yeah, I started my business because I knew there was a different way of doing business. Mm. So. so I love it because you're really bringing the feminine into your business. You're bringing the building relationships, connecting with people, making a difference for the greater good. So tell me more about that because you like to take on a certain type of client and you say to me, it's got to be when the message is bigger than the person. And I love that So tell because that's the collective work. So tell us about that. Yeah, so I guess I really love working with people that, for one, I have to like you. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And like I was saying, like someone that I can go and have a martini with um, or a coffee, your choice, um, and really sort of connect and really get to know each other and get to the deeper core of your message. Um, When it does come to PR, I'm really strategic in the work Mm -hmm. that I do. And your message does have to be bigger than who you are and bigger who your business is. Like PR isn't a way to market yourself or to get more clients or customers or sales. It's because you have that message that is so strong and so purposeful. You want to get that out there and you really, you want to impact. Like all the wonderful work you're doing with Feminine Energy, that's so strong and powerful Mm. and you can really impact and compel people. And I think that's where the message gets across. And that's why relationships are so important. Like if you don't have a good relationship with your client, how can you go out there and build a relationship with the media if you don't even know what the story is? And Mm. I think a lot of people lose that focus. Um, And a lot of PR is more focused on how many articles can I get in? And it's not about that. Mm. It's not about bringing that back. It's about focusing on that message and what you want to do with that message. So you're actually bringing a really beautiful functional masculine energy when we're talking about the top level strategy and the purposeful message. And it's the beautiful feminine energy because it's about, well, how do we have something that's bigger than ourselves and for the collective? And I think what you've described there about um, how, like some people operate in how many pitches can I get out there? How many uh, articles can I appear in? And it's really transactional, which is very low level masculine, very low level. And 
what you're doing is bringing this beautiful feminine and masculine together so that you've got relationships and purpose to to contribute to the greater good would that be like a I don't know good description (laughs) yeah yeah great description there Beck yeah so I am very strategic um um in what I do and I think there's still a lot of awareness to be done Mm. about what that means Mm. and especially in a PR setting because from what a lot of people know and understand PR to be is the more media hits you get, the more PR you're getting, where that is not actually strategic mm. and not every opportunity, like anything in business is going to be right for you. Not not every publication is going to allow you to have that platform and voice to share your message and story. And I think that's what's really important here. Mm. Um, and there's a certain level and stage that you have to go through. So really strategic with my work um, and looking at the, the much bigger picture here and working with clients to towards a goal that they want. So yeah. well, that's to me, Oprah, let's work towards that goal. <laughs> <laughs> and I think what this, this piece about relationships keeps coming back and I – like I had a vague idea of what a PR person did when we first started working together and it was more around building profile, getting in media, the, the basic level. That's what I sort of thought it was. And what I, what I didn't appreciate was this layered relationship approach that if you're in PR, you, you have to have. So, um, so for people that don't know, like at a real basic level, a PR person has got lots of relationships with various media people and journalists. And then the journalists have to pitch their ideas out to publications and outlets and things like that. And so there's a couple of steps in the process. And what I hadn't appreciated before is that we always focus on that last step of the process, which is how many outlets can I get into, where... Even if that doesn't succeed, so even if you pitch an idea, the journalist likes it, but it doesn't get into an outlet, the relationship building that you've done with the journalist is still really valuable. So there's this whole group of people that then start to know about you, talk about you, think about you, and then they go, oh, I've got this um, project on leadership, for example. I must go and talk to Morgan because she knows Beck. And so there's this whole relationship piece in the middle there that's actually quite unseen, so tell us, how do you build relationships? What would be a typical way that you would uh, like work with a journalist? So relationship building with the media is so important. Um, and the relationships that I have with media now and have through the last eight years of my career, I've really worked on and I've really harnessed those, um, especially in corporate. Corporate was a lot different because you were in touch with each other a lot of the time, a lot of events and things that you would sort of see each other. But now it's more so focused on... Um, focusing on the right relationships with the right people um, who care about Mm. my client, who care about that story and not so much going out there and giving them a sales pitch on your story, but um, touching base to see how they are. What are they writing about? What are they working on? Like provide value to them and really take an interest. I think the biggest thing I see when I see uh, clients that come to me, they've gone and written a pitch email and I basically, no, 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 (laughs) because you're basically – you're selling a story um, to someone that even you don't even know. Like, do you yeah. know their name? Do you know who they write for? I've seen people pitch business stories to fashion outlets. Like, it, you really need to know, like, who you're working with. And it's not about quantity is better than quality because I've had journalists come to me when they've been writing a business case story or a leadership case story. We'd love to interview your client because we think she'd be a great fit. How have they known about that? Because I've built that relationship. I've harnessed that relationship. Mm-hmm. So, um 
I spend a lot of time on my relationships and I think that's the core thing that people don't understand about PR. Yes, there's a lot of time on strategy and there's a lot of time on writing and executing stories, but there's also a lot of time on relationships mm. as well. And it goes beyond media. It goes beyond organisations. It goes beyond um, collaborations with different people and talking to other business and other experts and how can you give them a platform and a voice to, to tell their story. So, um yeah, a lot of my work goes into relationships and I think that's that's what brings the results, I guess. So that's functional masculine and yes. then functional feminine together. Yes. So yeah. As we always say we need both. It's not that we we can't live without one or the other. And as a few of you would know if you've been listening for a while now, we have devalued the feminine over time in business. And it seems like in PR it's one of those places where actually you can like let the feminine flow. You have to do it within a structure and a strategy, but you can really let the feminine, the creativity, the relationship building, the care, all of that stuff flow, which is wonderful. Um, hey, does it ever get dysfunctional? Does the feminine ever get dysfunctional in PR? What do you think? Yes, um, I definitely think it does. Um, most people don't know this about me, but um, I'm a news junkie. So <laughs> gossip. <laughs> a massive gossip. news junkie, and I'm a huge gossip queen, so... <laughs> Um, and I vouch for my PR friends as well. We sort of have that in common. I could spend hours upon hours on Twitter. And um, yes, I'm as everyone may know, I'm a big fan of the royal family. <laughs> and I will correct any story that I see. And also a fan of um, the Kardashians, but I won't really talk about that. <laughs> um, yeah, like, like anything, there's dysfunction. Mm. I think it's a very fast-paced, challenging industry and job to be in. I manage multiple projects and tasks and clients on any given day um, and there's not a lot of control over our work. Mm. So we have to be able to cope in stressful and challenging situations and I think that does bring out the dysfunctional feminine as well. So there's a lot that, as you know, that I'm learning and trying to implement about leadership and how can I lead my clients in the best way and also how can I lead my team around me. So, yeah, like anything, there's there's the stress that comes with that. And I think sometimes dysfunctional feminine is a reaction to dysfunctional masculine yeah, as well. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, tell so, us more about that. So when clients, um, prospect clients or clients in general, um, are so focused on the transactional outcome, mm. so don't value PR to be effective if they're not seen in 100 publications. Mm. That then brings out, I guess, dysfunctional feminine there because then we sort of go that next level to sort of break it down for them and sort of explain how strategy works as well. So I think like anything, like if you're working with people that have those dysfunctional traits, that's going to bring out the dysfunctional in you. So I think that's why um, with the work that we do, like really try and focus on working with the right people mm. um, and the right clients to really value and understand the importance of what we do because I think PR is such a fantastic business tool, as you know. Yeah. And I think everyone's got a really important message, so it's really for us, it's just finding the best strategy to really get that out there for them. Yeah, you actually bring up a very uh, another area of feminine energy, which is this ability to manage and be okay with change or formlessness or chaos to a degree. So a lot of your work is outside your control. It's actually one of the only industries I can think of where there is so much outside your control. So you've got no control over whether the journalist uses all of the content that they've got, like what sometimes what media outlet it ends up in all of this stuff there's no control so there's a lot of um there's also risk management side of the business as well i would assume around that and this ability to handle whatever's thrown at you in any given day and sort of pivot really quickly that's that being okay with change that's the feminine as well yeah definitely and i think the fact that there's so many variables that play in pr is a really um important point there beck because 
a lot of people don't understand that. Mm. So there are a lot of variables. Um, and when you do have a, a story position in the media and they have interviewed your client and it's all good to go, it can be changed and it often is changed. So it's a media channel that is closely managed by the editor or producer. So even the journalist doesn't have control. Mm. So that's, that's something that I do have to mitigate that risk as well with the client. Um, just like crisis comms as well. Yes. So always having like a plan of attack. If this was to, to go wrong, how would we manage that? And um, a lot of my clients are like prepared for that when it happens. But yeah, like any opportunity, like a journalist will come to me any day and I might have to quickly whip up a story or quickly do this or quickly do that. So you have to be comfortable with risk and change, probably mm. the two most important factors there. <laughs> <laughs> and the what's interesting as well, you talked earlier about this, this perception of what results look like in PR and um, I, I've had it myself when I brought you on board. Uh, I had other people around me going, "So, what's the ROI on that? What, what you know, what what have you got back from doing PR?" And so there's this constant, I think, masculine approach in business to say, "Unless there's a monetary ROI, why would we do it?" And and so for me, engaging you and engaging in PR was also this exercise in acceptance and trust which is again feminine around going I know this is the right thing to do to build profile I know this is the right thing to do to build brand and get the story out there however I'm okay if I can't measure a direct financial result I'm not going to come back to you and say I didn't get 8.2 sales from that therefore it's not worth doing (laughs) yeah and so how do you handle the clients I'm sure you get clients or potential clients that come to you and say tell me how much I'm going to get back on this how do you handle those conversations so it's interesting. Um, <laughs> and again, it comes back to like the whole transactional, which is again, being quite masculine. Um, and it's really important to establish as a business owner, what do you value? Mm. And as in what's important okay. to you yeah. and not everything can be measured as a transactional value. As you know, it's, I guess it's similar to when you, when you're investing in like coaching or self-development, mm. that's not, you can't, you can't put a dollar value as into how many clients you've gotten, but it's change your perception, how you view yourself or how you view your business and change your mindset around that, which has brought more opportunities. And it's a similar sort of structure to PR. It brings a lot of value and it brings opportunities that you not necessarily wouldn't mm-hmm. have had before and it brings revenue in other ways. Yeah. So it doesn't have a direct KPI but through more credibility and visibility you're more noticed by a wider reach yeah. which gives speaking opportunities, award opportunities and a much bigger platform that leads to other things as well. Yeah. So we can't measure the dollar transactional value but to me it's more than that. Mm. It's it's not about it's not about how many hits you get or how many how many leads you get to your website. It's 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 so much deeper than that. So it is something that I'm trying to educate a lot more people on because yes. I think it's there's so many variables involved. Unlike marketing advertising, there's a fixed cost, so yeah. there's a fixed result. Um, but with PR, it's a lot more variable. So yeah. So I, I've heard you say before, if if you want the definite answer of oh, I'm going to get ten sales from this, is like invest in advertising, invest in marketing rather than PR. That's what you've said to me before, isn't it? That yeah. If I you mean, want if, that certainty. You want it more from advertising and marketing than you do from PR. Yeah. If you need that certainty of knowing what your result is going to be, then um, always go down the marketing and advertising route. Um, obviously PR is a variable and if any PR person was to tell you they could generate X amount of KPIs for you, then they're lying. Um, <laughs> and so I wouldn't engage them, but, um, yeah, so it, it is challenging in the way that, um, it, it doesn't have that transactional focus to it, but I, 
I sort of look at it, it's value versus cost. Mm. So cost would be uh, advertising versus PR would be evaluating. Yeah. So it's evaluating to your brand, to your profile. And um, I think for me, like I see so many um, B2B business owners in like different fields and I see them like heavily, heavily marketing themselves um, and a lot of self-promotion and not really focusing on their core authentic story. Yeah. So I think so many people have such a great opportunity to, to do some great work with PR, but because they don't see the value in getting that direct outcome, they focus on marketing. Mm. So I think, again, it's coming back to that strategy as well and having what's the best outcome for your business, what's the best strategy moving forward. So, And for someone that could be heavily PR-focused or for, for someone in the early stage of business that might be marketing-focused. So yes. it, it all comes back to the strategy. Yeah, and the strategy is also uh, impacted by what stage of business that you're at. Absolutely. Yeah. Like... Um, it's quite funny, actually. Like, I have um, prospect clients come to me and they say, oh, I saw that you got this client in the media. Can I get that? And so they focus on the result. Yeah. So they focus on, I want to get into the media, into that kind of story that you've achieved. And, again, it's going back to the client and explaining that client was in that positioning. Mm. So that was – there's a very strategic way of achieving that. And they were in – yeah, the right time. And that was and that was positioned in a strategic way. I just didn't call them up that day and say, can you run this story? Yes, it yes. was, there was a way of that happening. So I think, again, a lot of people focusing on the outcome. It's not a quick fix. Mm. Like any business goes through um, its different life cycles and stages. So you need to, yeah, not so much focus on the outcome, which again, you would say is like quite masculine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's this interesting balance because we obviously want outcomes for our business. And I, I think with the PR side of things, it's actually more about the outcome is what value is it to you to have your message out there? What value is it to you that people know you're the go-to person for that stuff? I mean, that's really difficult to put a value on. Like, it's just, that's a brand. It's like branding, isn't it? It's almost like brand positioning. And I'm sure that branding experts sometimes have the same problems around articulating the value. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, you could go to a graphic designer or, like, a branding mm. strategist and they put together, like, a beautiful brand. There's so much strategy behind it. But are you going to get X amount of clients from that? No, they can't guarantee that. But they're creating a beautiful brand that's going to help you connect you to your ideal audience and ideal customer. Yeah. And it's all about that. Like, if your message is so big and you want to impact and empower all these people, isn't that like, – yeah. what if you became the next Oprah? Yeah. Isn't that something to be proud of or isn't that where you want to take your business? So – and like I say all the time, PR is such a cost-effective tool mm. for a business as well. So I think it's a great tool that for people to learn. I want to teach and empower a lot more businesses to do it. But I think the understanding of how it works and not being so transactional. I think we talk about this all the time, that if we could make <laughs> business less transactional, like how different would it be? Yeah. Like how do we treat each other? How do we treat our clients? How do we work in our businesses yeah. if we weren't transactional focused? Yeah, make quite a difference, I think, because yeah. it brings back this relationship and care factor, which is, again, we're working with yeah. people all the time. Absolutely. I w like I was telling you the other day, um, my brother who um, works in corporate was featured um, in three major news outlets across Melbourne, and I was so proud. So I know how hard he's been working, but he was acknowledged by his leadership team. Like his yeah. boss, his boss congratulated him privately. He was mentioned privately. Uh, rather than the company itself. And I just think that's just awesome mm. that they're doing that. And yeah. like, it's great for his confidence and everything too. So I love seeing how PR is positively used in leadership. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? So from your perspective, you, you've got a team around you. They don't necessarily work for you, but you contract work out and you work with lots of other people in your industry. And you also have to lead your clients. So yes. tell us about your leadership style. 
Well, I'm very fortunate. I have a wonderful team around me. Um, so I've got a wonderful graphic designer, um, a web development um, and marketing automation team, and then I've got a VA as well. And I think all three of those people have great feminine energy, <laughs> um, which is great. One of the things that I've been focusing on a lot lately um, is with – I had an intern working with me for a while. He's now my VA. Yeah. Um, and I've been able to teach her just so many great – strategies that I really wasn't taught when I was growing up and when I was yeah. learning. Um, again, it was always in corporate, everything so transactional and so one-dimensional. So being able to teach her that and open her eyes, and she's actually made so many comments to me about how she loves the relationships that I have with my clients. And to me, that was just wonderful feedback. Yeah. And to see that she notices that and that's something that she wants to be a part of. Um, so I just think that's that's great. Yeah. And my leadership style towards my clients, like I like to consider myself an extension of their business. Mm. So I really invest a lot of time with them working on numerous strategies for their business and within their teams, I sort of work with other people within their team as well. So that's really important to me and um, providing good leadership to them in um, relation to the work that we're doing. So I guess for a lot of people, they we start working together and they're still sort of unsure. Mm, yeah. And so providing that leadership and guidance as this is the strategy that we're working in, this is sort of how it's going to outplay. And we're in constant contact all the time. Yes. And it's not sort of I'm above you yeah. or I'm below you. It's very sort of equal, but we're working towards the same goal and we're working together. And tell you, like from the clients I've worked with, I've probably learned as much from them as they have from me. <laughs> that must be a benefit of being in your industry because you get to see all kinds of different businesses, different industries, different styles. That's yeah. quite cool, actually, seeing all yeah. that. Yeah. I work with a lot of coaches, actually, yeah. and consultants, and that's been wonderful because um, they've all got an air of genius. They've got nuggets of gold, and I've really been able to discover that mm. through working on their PR strategies, which has been wonderful. So... Um, yeah, definitely think um, that you, we can all learn from each other. And I think, as I've said to you many times, like being a good leader requires an element of learning. Yeah. Like, and I think why just accept that you know everything and tell your team what to do when you can actually be learning from them? Yeah. So having an open mind as a leader, I think, is a really great tool. It is. And one of the other interesting leadership facets that you used to do in corporate was how do you help corporate leaders have a PR profile? Because a lot of the time we can understand why businesses might want PR to build their brand, build their yeah. message, etc. But there's also a role for PR if you are a leader in corporate, isn't there? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Well, in my corporate experience, I managed um, Twitter and LinkedIn profiles um, and also media trained. So mm -hmm. when um, corporate leaders had to go out to um, to Channel 7 um, or any sort of media publication, it was really prepping them with staying true to their key messages and how they sort of needed to represent themselves. So I really saw the other side of... Um, how we needed to represent those leaders, but what they're actually doing in their organisation as well. Yeah. So that representation, having that unison front. And I do that now. So I work with consultants and coaches and we really um, we work on harnessing their key messages on all fronts and that includes social media and uh, things like that as well. So that was, yeah, really interesting. It was it was um, quite funny actually when I had to <laughs> tell my CEO, you actually can't tweet about that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I, I think, I mean, sometimes I think, having got a corporate background myself, sometimes I think that leaders or significant roles in corporate, they don't think that they're managing a brand for themselves. They just think about the brand of the company. But within the brand of the company, they've got their own brand. 
And so they've got to have their own key messages, their own thing about what they stand for, because that's leadership, because you're known for your authentic leadership if you're a great leader. Absolutely, especially when you're looking at the, the managing directors and the CEOs of that organisation. And as you know, like people connect with people. Mm. So if they're going out there and they're making a statement about their organisation, that reflects them by yeah. what they're saying. So yeah. keeping those messages um, really strongly aligned um, is really important too. And I, I did a lot of crisis comms in my background <laughs> as well. So that's an interesting field. <laughs> well, that's when you really see what people stand for, isn't it? Like how, Absolutely. Yeah. An organization's true colors will come out in a time of crisis. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah. And I think it's a case of no one thinks it will happen to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so having, having those strategies in place and knowing how to respond in a crisis, I get asked all the time, how do I advise clients to respond in a crisis? crisis? And my answer is always the same. You can't make it about yourself. You've yeah. got to make it about the, the people and the community around you. Um, that's all they care about. And as an organization, it can't be about you. Yes. It's, it's, you've got to serve a greater good than yourself. Um, that's and beautifully feminine. That's going back to the collective and not about yeah. the individual and not about how do I make myself look good in this situation, more like how do I make things good in this situation. Exactly. I think it's it's so wonderful when I see these organisations and they, they're involved in these social media campaigns that go horribly wrong um, and they come out and they they apologise. Mm. They say sorry to the community and, and explain where they are going and what they wanted to achieve and sometimes that's all it takes. Yeah. Just be, having that authenticity and that honesty and to serve the people around you and as you would know as a leadership specialist yourself that's what leadership is yes to be able to serve others and not focus on yourself and people can see right through that when people go out there with a PR message that's I I I I'm like, this isn't serving anything no no and that ability in leadership also to show vulnerability so in that moment when you've made a mistake that could be far-reaching you're vulnerable and to be able to go out and show that and be sorry and be genuinely authentically repentant and do good from it then that that's that's feminine energy in play again so, oh absolutely yeah. <laughs> absolutely <great> leadership. <laughs> all comes back to that <laughs> <laughs> so morgan if you had to leave our listeners with one thing uh, about pr that, that would be awesome for them to know what would be your key message my key message would be for anyone in particular in a startup phase or wanting to manage their PR themselves is to really focus on relationships. Yep. Um, and anyone who's considering engaging um, PR for their business or for themselves, think about what you think about your message and how you can strategically um, apply that mm. um, and what it means what it means to others and how you can impact. And I think once you think like that. And you become a lot more strategic and you move away from the I, I, I. That's when you sort to get the results as well. And trying to remember it's not all transactional. So remembering the difference is important. Remembering that marketing serves a purpose in business and it yeah. is very important. But also remembering that PR serves a purpose as well and what that is and what that looks like. Um, but, of course, always happy to answer any questions around that. But, yeah, those are probably the most important. Cool. So I'm hearing this, having a message that's much bigger than yourself, serves the greater good, serves the collective, is really important. And with that, you can build great relationships and have great conversations. Absolutely. Cool. Thank you so much for being on, Morgan. It's been an absolute pleasure. You know I love your work and I love knowing more about PR. So thank you for being part of this. Thanks so much for having me back. It's been a ball. Thank you, Morgan, for joining us and talking all about relationships in strategic PR and how we bring that feminine energy into our business. 
If you'd like to connect with Morgan, her Facebook page is martinimondays.pr and you can email her at morgan at martinimondays.com.au and she loves a good martini or a good coffee and always happy to chat about all things PR. Thank you for listening to the Captivating Leadership Podcast with Rebecca Livesey. If you enjoyed this episode, please head on over to iTunes and leave us a review as this helps us spread the message and keep the conversations going. If you'd like to find out more about Rebecca's work, go check out her website on AchieveLeadSucceed.com where you can sign up to receive her ebook on the five C's of feminine energy and a video of Rebecca talking about leadership and feminine energy. And we've also got a Facebook group where we talk about all things leadership and culture, particularly around masculine and feminine energy. And that's called Captivating Leadership. So you're very welcome to join us there too. See you soon. Mm-hmm.